Welcome. You're listening to the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Join our epic pro staff around the Sonic Campfire for stories and adventures from our eastern mountains to the Chesapeake Salt. Let our highs and lows inspire you to take to the outdoors. All right, welcome back, guys, to the Sonic Campfire. This is the Rutten River Pursuit Podcast. Yeah, buddy. I'm Ryan, by the way, and we're going to go around the table, see who we got with us tonight. I'm Catfish. I'm Uncle Buck. I'm on vacation. And I'm Stevie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Stevie. Guys, how are you? Hi, Stevie. Stevie. Yeah. Stevie? Wop, whopper plopper. St- whopper plopper, Stevie. Say pudonk Fishing. <laughs> Badang a dang in your badonk a donk. You got his dialect down, Craig. And a walker stick. High tech. <laughs> a scooter stick, with or without. Oh, I am impressed. Man, I, I'm my kids. I don't know. I just. Yeah. That's a pretty good impression right that there. That's good. Yeah. That the indecisiveness. I need more time. I need more time to plan. Ah, it. you don't get you it. You got to plan. Are you, are you kidding well. me? <laughs> now, here's the thing. I know that that's not Stevie's voice. <laughs> we miss you, Stevie. Hurry up and get back here. But the voice does sound quite familiar. It is familiar. Oh, hi, everybody. It's Leanna. Lady Leanna. Lady Leanna's here. Miss hey, Leanna. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's a reason. There's a reason why we have Miss Leanna here. I can't. I can't. I, just take it easy. Oh, I gotta, I gotta keep it together. You need to keep it together but, for just a couple minutes. But I gotta find out. But wait, there's some we, new stuff around yeah, the yeah, table. I gotta before here. she loses it. We gotta just talk real quick about anything we got new going on here. I'm not sure she'll be able to wait. <laughs> it's too new and too exciting. I'll edit it out. Just let's, you know, no big deal. Let's. <laughs> she keeps hitting me. I, I should have sat on the other side of the table. What, what, Phil keeps I, taking off. It his doesn't, Grow up, Ryan. It doesn't have anything to do about hunting and fishing, but I got a funny story from this week. Oh, do tell. And it's new. One of those happy, funny, everybody laughs at you when you're frustrated stories. Laughs at you or? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the place where I work, they throw these big, amazing, really heavy-duty Rolodex cabinets, six-foot-tall, adjustable shelves, adjustable storage bins, and, of course, me. I like to reuse everything. <laughs> and all I can see is you do. for the first time in 20 years, I could be organized. Oh, you use, reuse, like, and hoarder. Yeah, interchangeably. Well, this yeah. is the reason I need the Rolodex cabinets. Instead is of your Six my, Sigma, it's Catfish Six Sigma. Yeah, my hoarding stuff can go in the Rolodex cabinets. Perfect. So I can put it somewhere. It's organized hoarding. Yes, it was. But and this the cabinet is these hoarding. These are nice. These are nice cabinets. Like they're hospital grade cabinets, and uh, there must be twenty of them on dollies. Know. Yeah. Yeah. So they um. They put them out back. Uh, you know, of course, I asked for permission a little bit. And then I stacked a few of them by the shed out back, put two of them on a truck. Only two will fit at a time my truck. So I decided to stack them all nice and neat by the shed. And they have a giant rollback, which is a big eight-foot-tall steel dumpster-looking thing that has a big door on the back of it so you can walk into it. And they're loading this thing. Well, they loaded the ones that I wanted. On my lunch break, I went out in a 100-degree heat and dug three of them back out and put them against the shed. So that took up most of my lunch, and I ran down to the truck for a few minutes, and I heard a really loud noise, like a crashing loud noise. And normally that's the Uh-oh. the dump truck 
that picks up the the regular trash bin and dumps it in a bed, that loud crashing noise. Yeah. I thought that's what it was. Nope. Nope. I was only gone 10 minutes, half an hour in the heat to dig them out. Gone 10 minutes, walked back over. The maintenance guys came outside threw and threw all the ones I just dug out no. back in the dumpster uh. and then closed that eight-foot steel door and put a lock on it. <laughs> I was really kind of perturbed that I did all that work yeah. and they threw them back out. Now, I don't think it was fictitious. They're like, oh, they go in a dumpster. You know, I didn't put a note on it, so it was my fault. But I was perturbed enough, long story short, that I went inside, complained a little bit about it to my coworkers in a frustrating manner that I did all this work and was sweating now at work. And nope, 2.30 came. I went right back out, climbed up <laughs> over the eight-foot dumpster. Nice. <laughs> and dug them back out and had to put them up over top down and, and stack them back by the shed. So that was 10 times more work than my lunch break. And, um, uh, and long, okay, so long story short, here's the point. I come out after work and I, uh, you know, I put them in a truck and I take them home and there's two left. And I think they got the point this time because when I come into work the next morning, the two other two were there. And, uh, but then I got called into the office, say early morning. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh man. They're going to complain about the dumpster thing. Uh-oh. And uh, the, then before I got to go in the office, a maintenance guy came over and said, uh, hey, Shane, hey, you can't climb in the dumpster. They got you on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I got a meeting or something with the boss, so I'm sure. Yeah, it's, it's all good. So anyhow, uh, it wasn't about that. It wasn't nothing horrible at work. It wasn't. But the whole time I was like, man, I'm going to get fired for digging trash out of the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> dumpster diving. At work. But here's the thing. Uh, End of the end of that story. Will saw it. Uh, you guys helped me put some of them in the garage. They actually work. My yeah. my my thought process of what it could be turned out to be a good thing because it's it's looking it's pretty like good. Night and day. Yeah, it's yeah. looking pretty yeah. good. I like it. It's clean. I've got a night and day. Yeah. Story. Organized. <laughs> Go. I got a. How long does it take? Night and day. And, and no, it might take two minutes. I have a Lazarus story. You're, it's not a night and day story. No, it's, it's more like uh, it's Sleeping Lazarus. Beauty. This is a Lazarus story. This is uh, Awakened from the Dead. Sleeping story. Beauty. You're going to need a frog to kiss a prince. And No, we don't even <laughs> need a frog to kiss a prince right now. We have an 18 foot bass boat, guys. You need a water it's, pump. It's up and ready. Oh. We're ready to fish, boys. We have an 18 foot bass tracker ready. Nice. So what Phil is telling everybody is that he has had a bass boat for quite some time that has needed tender love and care. It's just sat. It and that's it, the problem. They get gunked up and in, blah, a, blah, in blah. a garage. And I'm proud of you. You did a lot of work, and it's back on the water now. It's registered. It's running. It's registered. The trailer's good. Good. Little, it was buried right under. I told you earlier I got the new battery for my bass boat. Uh-huh. Little does he know I just went over and stole his new one out of his bass boat. Nice. Set of the so, cranking battery or the uh, oh, deep both, cycle? Both of them. I'm not going to leave without one of them. So here's my question for you, Phil. Yeah. Can that bass boat that's now up and running tow my kayak? Oh. Because I'm not getting out of it. When okay. I'm fishing, I'm fishing from a kayak. Yeah. The, the way I look at it is it's like the U.S. Navy. You know how the submarines are out there? <laughs> oh, here here uh-huh. we go. The, they have sub-tenders that replenish the subs. Uh-huh. I'm the R2 kayak tender. So while we're out 
flathead fishing out of the kayaks. He's running back and forth to the dock getting us pizza and monsters. Live well. All I heard no. from that was R2 Tinder, and I thought, that's a, that'd be a great dating site, wouldn't it? Yes. Like outdoors people for outdoors people. I, can I have think the we touched on, on that once before, but um, I could have the smoker on yeah. there. We, we use R2 Tinder lunch. to light No, you can't. Lunch and dinner. Here we go. There. Already, you got to read your regulations. You can't have a smoker on a boat. Okay, a gas grill. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's to hang off the side of it or something, right? Yeah, it's you're not supposed to have any kind of flame, open, open flame. flame on a boat. You, now, here's the thing. Don't We're ask, in Pennsylvania. What don't a buzzkill. <laughs> We're in Pennsylvania. We do it anyhow. But, yeah. um, but they'll deliver to a dock. Oh, absolutely. To a boat launch. Oh, yeah. Oh, Goldsboro Marina, we got pizza delivered there all the time while we were fishing. Why do we need to do that when we can fry up our own fish? I'm just busting you. I'm, I'm happy your boat's out. I can't wait to cook on it and fish from Guys, it and tender on not, it. And... I've been so fired up because this boat is ready. I like, I, I like what I'm, I'm looking, looking forward, forward to is, is November when I can finally take you to that crappie spot. Now that I've been telling you about for the last three years now. Yeah, I've heard, spot? I've heard about it once or yes. twice. I can't yeah. wait. Will, will carp be there? Uh, he chooses to be. There would be carp there with carp <laughs> trying to fish for but carp. Fish, all fishing the, for carp. All you know, ever he'll be soft-mouthing whatever. Oh, oh, man, he will be. I'm bringing a whole can of corn. <laughs> I'm on it. I can't wait till you get your <laughs> kayak fishing tournament jersey that says... Madeira on the back with carp, carp down the sleeve. Mad, Mad carp. carp. Yeah, it's going to be good. Working on it. Madeira. So, I mean, I, do you trust it? It's been sitting a long time because floating, da- floating down the river in an ready. older boat type of thing and not working all the kinks out. Test we, drive this weekend. We could end up like in a survival situation real quick on one of the islands. Well, I'm already going to get a, a, instead of my little three Stranded. foot, three foot paddle i'm gonna go ahead and invest into a kayak paddle that i can break down and fit inside up that's a really good idea phil you know (laughs) you know god bless you catfish you're trying to pretend that that was my idea but that was actually your idea i'm picking on you it was good we had a good idea we'd come up with it together and well i had stated that i need something bigger than a three-foot paddle because it was hell by myself and catfish said Get a kayak paddle now. That way, if you need a paddle by yourself, you have a six-foot paddle. Yeah. Or two, if you have footers. two guys, you have two of you paddling then. See, he actually thinks I'm helping him out. I'm playing chestnut checkers. What I really need is a new kayak paddle. Yeah. So it's a good plan. I'm going to stop back over next week and steal the paddle instead of the batteries <laughs> out, of the, out of the boat. Leanna, do you have anything new? You know, it was just another great week. Did a ton of cooking on the Traeger. Uh-huh. Yeah. We uh, What was it that we, we put on there this weekend? I we, tell you what. Oh, I, loved, I, I remember what it was. We we did smoked brownies. Yeah. Ooh, we, did, we did our smoked brownie right. Sundays. I loved seeing you in the new Traeger shirt that was Isn't a that little fun? big for you. But the way that you tucked it in just right, you were rocking that Traeger shirt. I had my own wardrobe assistant. Will put his knee in the middle of my back and, like, gathered up all the extra material, tied a big old knot around his arm. and. For you guys that have never seen Miss Lana, she's little, <laughs> and she had, like, a 4X shirt on. 3X. Yeah, 3X shirt. Yeah. So It was great. Yeah. And um, we uh, we tried some of the new sauces. 
uh, that Traeger has out. That was pretty awesome. And uh, then just another normal work week. Mm-hmm. What about you, babe? Uh, I mean... You got, you got a new toy. I got a new toy. <gasps> I love It's always toy. nice to have new toys. That new toy is awesome. Phil got his old toy reverbished. Yeah. And uh, I got a... I got a new toy. Compliments of the uh, Uncle Catfish uh, Armada. <laughs> That's the next set, set of stickers we got to come up with, by the way. Yeah. I'm making room for new ones. I love and the more, word Armada. More That's stuff. R2 Armada. See, that's the only bad thing about getting organized is I have room now for more stuff. Oh, yeah. So I can put more stuff in there. Yeah, it freaks you out a little bit when you have that much room. But remember, walk. you wanted the room so you could do projects. So I'm going to I'm gonna be yeah, your devil's true. advocate. Will got... Will got what I honestly believe with all, with my years of experience in being on the water with kayaking, I, I honestly believe Will got what I, is the kayak uh, or the Cadillac of kayaks. It's, it's a little heavy. It's a little too heavy Which for me to move I, around, but he's I strong. don't care. No, you're stronger than I am. So it's very, it's very doable for you. But once it's on the water, it's yeah. It's like a Humvee slash Cadillac. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's completely decked out, and it, and that's one of the reasons why it's custom. That's for it's sure. It's custom done. It's got a you know, it's got the transom for the prop and your stand up bar. Stand up bar. Sweet. All, all kinds of you know. It's just decked out. And in other very technical terms, it's a rad color of orange. It's R two R two orange. So here's the thing. I believe you're the only guy that I've ever seen out. In all the time I've ever been out with an 80 pound trolling motor on the back, an 80 pound thrust trolling motor on the back of his kayak, because <laughs> the thing rocks and rolls by itself. Pop a wheelie. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy. It planes up. <laughs> I'm happy that we kept it in the family. I have an 80 pound thrusting trolling motor on my 18 foot aluminum bass boat exactly so you can so, imagine what that'll oh do oh my gosh yes <laughs> want to race no <laughs> you probably create a bigger wake than i do and that's the that's we're gonna we're, we're gonna even make it better it is a little bit tough to steer it with your feet and it's because of how strong the trolling motor actually is you're actually it's not because it won't steer real good it's just you're pushing against it pushing on the water so and, uh, you know, the calf muscles are a big deal, which I don't have any. So. Oh, mine are just, like, yeah. r- I'm, it's the only thing that's ripped on my body. Yeah, my calf muscles <laughs> your calves, are tiny yeah. little puny calf muscles. I don't have any. Uh, uh, your calves are diesel, man. Uh, diesel. Yeah. Thank you. Calfzilla. <laughs> so, that's all I have new. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Right now, my my left thigh is hurting because Leanna keeps punching me. She wants to get this thing rolling. Let's do it, Ryan. I think you're right. Let's do it. All right, guys. But I think it's time now to get our guest on the line. I want to talk to Samantha. Oh, I can't. She's here. Do you? I can't. I can't. I just. Do you have her number? Well, I actually got it from Aaron. Yeah. When we had him on, so so we can get her on. Okay. All right. We can do this. People, people, people. That's real technical. <laughs> Sounded very official. I like it. Uh, Samantha, are you there? Yes, I am here. <gasps> there she is. 
She's here. Fangirl. Fangirl <laughs> moment. Fangirl <laughs> out. Oh, Samantha. Leanne is going to have a meltdown here. I can't. I cannot. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is awesome. We've had Aaron on the line, obviously, and in the earlier goings. Oh, I can't remember exactly what episode it was, but it was awesome. Um, we we got introduced to Samantha O. We figured out very quickly how why Aaron was has any kind of popularity. Right. Yeah. She She's catches his fish. fish. <laughs> and, and their kids take all the pictures. Yeah. So it's a simple I mean, formula. Yeah. The Aaron, Aaron gets the model credit. Aaron's the pretty and, uh, face in the family. <laughs> the family does the work. Yeah. He's a lucky man. Yeah, I wish that uh, I wish he had a little bit of a chance to say hi. I know he's busy studying and uh, you know doing air and old things. Um, I but doubt that he's probably eating popcorn right behind her. Is it? <laughs> 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 we we love the olds here at the We're at the old Sonic campfire. Old fans, huge. So team that being fans. said, yeah, for people that don't know, they're they're Pennsylvania, just just a hop, skip, and a jump across the Appalachian from us. So. Yep. Keystone Outdoors. Yep. And and Samantha has an amazing like life story, yeah. which I think we're gonna get to at some point. But there's some some significant news coming out here uh about her very recent oh, yeah. uh situation or very I'm with you on that, Ryan. Yeah. I've been a I've been a fan of Samantha's ever since we figured out that she is the Fisher person of the family. Yeah, she likes it. And and I've been impressed. Like every day, I I I really anticipate checking into your life, Samantha. I'm sorry. I'm Philly. Is she your spirit animal? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, yeah, uh, Samantha Ole is one of my spirit animals. She's your probably. spirit animal. I, I, yeah, I um, knew it. Take some inspiration from her. I, I tell you what, hats off to you, Samantha. Thank, um, well, you, thank you. you. You're almost inspired Phil to start smacking tractor tires with a sledgehammer. Almost. He's not there yet. <laughs> and putting hey, on a weight vest. It's a great workout. I tell you what, it is. It's something that can't compare to going to the gym and lifting a weight. Serious. Well, I mean, one thing that could compare to that, like Catfish was pointing out to me earlier, you know, between the two of us, we get pretty tired just looking at your pictures. Absolutely. I sit at work all the time and go, man, I should really work out today. And then I flip up Instagram and go, ah, Samantha, oh, I feel so much better about myself now that I've worked out. Yes. She, just looking she, at the she pictures. She burns your calories she does. as you yeah. scroll. Yep. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, people it. ask me at work, what are you doing? When I'm sitting on my phone, I'm like, I'm working out. Sweating. <laughs> just checking. Oh, I love it. I'm sweating to the Olies. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <laughs> you did there. Oh, I see it. That was impressive. <laughs> I think we should. I think we should turn this over to the girls' night for a moment. Well, yeah. What we need to do is we need to talk about this this recent uh, news. Huge that needs news to be shared. But I don't. I don't know about you guys, but personally, I don't feel comfortable being the one to announce it. I want super fan Leanna oh. to take over right here because she's having a meltdown. Go ahead, Leanna. Samantha Ole, this is the biggest news. We've always wanted you on this podcast, but we quickly accelerated our hot pursuit of you when we landed on your Facebook page earlier this week and found out you are starring in next season's Discovery Channel, Naked and Afraid. Ah! 
I can't. <laughs> I can't. That is exciting. I I, Samantha, you don't understand. Every Sunday night, Will and I just, just snuggle in, turn on the TV, and just watch horrified in terror of two poor souls in some god-awful remote location. Listen, I travel a ton of places in this world uh, for my job, get inoculated with all kinds of stuff, but guess what's always underneath my feet? Concrete. Mm. Uh. uh, And I have a business suit on my back, but I have always wanted to know everything about this show, participants on it. I have a bunch of tactical questions, so do the guys, but I have a huge strategic big question for you samantha why why did you do this <laughs> it's a big why well <laughs> well sometimes i asked myself why and then <laughs> um you know actually i started out i used to, uh, well i used to watch tv i watch tv and i'd see the channel discovery and i'd see that show and i'm like man these people are crazy like who would really go out there naked? And my husband also agreed with me. And then, you know, I mind my own business, keep on going. And then, you know, I'm on Instagram and I do a lot of outdoor stuff. So I'm constantly doing hashtags. And for some reason, this one week, all of a sudden, I kept getting hit with this um, company, the ca- a casting company. And I'm like, who is this? And they were like, you should try out for, you should um, apply or try out for our show. And I'm just like, who is this? And I click on the link and I'm like, oh no, it's Naked and Afraid. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Why couldn't this have I'm been like, America's next top model? <laughs> I bet I'm they like, eat less on that wait, show, though. Our master chef. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, time out. So I, I'm like, all right. I look at it and I, you know, I'm like, cool, this is awesome. And then I told them, uh, let me think about it, you know, and then. I gave it a couple of days. Next thing you know, they fall. The next thing, I get a message on Facebook, and I'm like, "Oh man, they are serious about me," because <laughs> they followed. They found me on my Keith on um, me and my husband's page, Keystone Outdoors, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" Like, and I finally was like, "All right." I talked to my husband. I'm like, "Well, what do you think?" And he's like, "I think you're crazy." <laughs> and <laughs> I said, "I know." I said, "But." Do you love me? And he's like, yeah, I love you and I'll support you. So, you oh, know. Isn't that the best wife next card thing ever? You know, but don't you I, love me? I, I applied. And next thing you know, I'm on a plane and here I am getting physical and waiting for my day to leave. And that was just really how it all came about. And then I finally started trying to find a reason. I'm like, all right, well, they found me. So now let me take this and use it as a positive thing and be like, why am I going to do this? So I figured out why is because I have four kids and what is a better way for my kids? Well, minus the naked part is showing them that I can do something and accomplish a goal in life. I mean, I've already accomplished other goals being in the military and doing that, but they were one of my main things. And to be honest, I'm very competitive with my husband, very competitive. And I told him, I was like, I'm going to do this. I'll show you. I can do this. And nice. he's like, I believe you. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, don't worry. I got it. <laughs> how long so, How long did you and Aaron train for this then? And what type of training did I, you do for it? I trained 
let's see. I, I had about a year out. I trained myself for about a year. And honestly, the training I did was I would I wouldn't go out naked, but I take myself out and I walk barefoot out when we go fishing or when we would go out in the woods. I'd always like take my shoes off, get my feet conditioned, and then I had a gravel driveway. So every day I was walking up and down my gravel driveway barefoot just to get my feet conditioned. And then I went out, killed a couple snakes, hooked the snake, tried it, you know, and. Then I started eating bugs. I went to the, I would go to the creek, find some crawfish, and I would be like, you know, I should cook it, but I was just like, you know what, I'm going to eat it raw. Nice. <laughs> I ate a couple of crawfish raw and crawfish cat. I, um, I have a question about the, the the feet conditioning. Like, I the other day, and this is no way am I comparing myself, but like I took the garbage out, my bare feet. <laughs> I've stepped on a kid's Lego before, and I'm out. That's it. I'm done. And I I was like, I honestly asked myself, and and I think that you're in a unique position to answer this question. Like, how long would it take for me to be like Cody Lundin or something where I can, (laughs) I can, you know, where I can walk pretty much and without pain? I, I tell you what, it was. It. I still had even even doing what I did. When I went out and it was time, it was my feet were in pain those first couple days because it was like, I, yeah, I trained myself on the rocks, but the territory was completely different from what the rocks I was on. There was, oh, I bet. There was thorns. I, I still remember that. It was just painful. Like, I was, <laughs> for the first time, I'm walking down and I'm like, oh, God, there's a thorn in my foot. And I just like, I'm like... I'm swearing up a storm, and I'm just like, oh, this camera's in face. I'm like, God, get off. (laughs) (laughs) It was, yeah, it's like one of those, I conditioned as much as I could, but you know what? And you can condition yourself all you want, but when you're, you don't know where you're going, and until they throw you where you are, it's just like game on. I was just surprised. Okay. I was like, I thought I was ready. (laughs) I want to keep you right there in that frame of mind right now, Samantha. What was going through your head when you, they said, we're here, get out, get naked, you're going? What was what was going through your head right at that very moment? Like, Insertion. oh, my God, this is really happening. This is not a dream. This is reality. My heart was racing. I, I still remember I ate my last meal. While I was sitting and waiting, they let me eat before they threw me out. So I'm sitting in this, I'm sitting there. I got to pause you. Wait. What was that last meal? It was a, it was, it was some kind of cold sandwich. I don't know. It wasn't nothing great, but I was enjoying, oh, it was chocolate bars. So. <laughs> oh, that's my girl. Chocolate bars and a sandwich. So I'm like sitting there eating them and they're like, hey, let's go. And I'm like, oh God, this is really happening. And. I kept playing that in my head, and I'm like, am I really doing this? Am I really doing this? And then finally I was just like, you know what? I'm doing it. <laughs> and that's, I guess, the kind of person, the person I am, it's like I don't give myself much time to think. I'm just like, all right, you know what? Time to do it. Let's go. <laughs> so awesome. It was an oh, crap moment. I will say that. I'm, I was like, man, how do I, how do I meet this person? Like, what do I do? And. 
Do, but, and you, know, you don't know I, anything about this other person great at question, all, Phil. do you? No. Are, I had no idea who the per- who my partner was. I had no idea where he was from. It was like a blind date, and you're just so scared. And you're like, please let me make him be a seal. <laughs> let him be a seal. <laughs> well, that, that's, where I, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm like, okay, well... I've watched the show, and I'm like, all right, here I am. I'm the military woman. I'm like, who is my partner? Like, I'm trying, like, I'm just thinking, and man, it's a total spin. It's it's pretty awesome, though. They, they, pair, they paired us up pretty good. I mean, two different people mesh pretty well when it comes to living, like, trying to survive. If they put all differences aside, surviving is the main thing. You'll make it. So you think that they they do a good job of pairing to oh, yeah. complement each other for because it's as hard as it is it's to help give you as much potential success as possible. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like it was great because they're not trying to set you up for failure. You know, it's all positive. So so like they the, match you up for a reason. The jeep drives away, and you're like, wait, <laughs> wait. <laughs> Uh, well, um, I, I, give me my shorts back. It's just one of those. I'm sure that they do. I, you know, they they have to think that through to try to set you up for success. But at the same time, they want some drama. Th- they're also going to be looking for potential drama they or drama. points of conflict. So there's going to be maybe some personality <laughs> traits that they know could rub somebody the wrong way. So you know, and that's all. Really, I mean, it's understood. And you as a viewer, I think think you as a viewer, you want a little bit about that drama, but you want it to go the 21 days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's it's artfully. You root for Yeah, it's an artfully crafted. I root for every single person to go 21 days on that show just because it's like, get get it, get it, do it. Because, Samantha, seriously, psychologically, I want to know more than just because... Somebody called you up. I want to know what dark corner were you dancing in to go on this trip? What demon were you after inside of Samantha Ole? I I was trying to prove myself. Yeah. To who? I, you I'm, kids. I'm alpha. Okay. All right. I'm alpha. I, I'm an alpha female. So you know, I always like to be on top and. I like to, I'm not saying I like to outdo people, but I like to be the best and strive for the best. So when opportunity for me comes where I can do something awesome, I take it. And I wanted to prove to my husband and I wanted to prove to the kids, like, you know, everything's possible. And then, you know, for me, I get, I used to get a lot of um, grief from a lot of mothers because, I'm always outdoors. I'm always hunting or I'm always fishing, you know, and I kind of wanted to just show these people in their faces like, hey, look what I can do and I'm still benefiting my kids. Like, you know, I'm not doing anything to harm them. Yeah, you're a lioness. So, That's I mean, what you are. You're a freaking lioness, next, honey. Total my next level. I will tell you, I'm a lioness. <laughs> yeah, you're out there hunting. You're protecting your kids. You, you got it. I mean... That's why. That's why I've got the secret crush on you. I mean, you. You re- <laughs> not so secret now, is it? Uh, no, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Samantha. Samantha. In the ch- in, in in most sincerity, from a son of 
an adopted son of a family of Cherokee descendants. You're you're a squaw. You're you are in the most enduring term. You're a squaw. I want to be a squaw, so thank you. <laughs> I I just I don't know. I'm a very uh, very motivated, and I love I love living life on not on the edge, but I love I just love going out there and doing things. And I already loved being in the camera working with my husband. Like we did, we try we do a lot of filming with our hunts, and you know we're always doing some kind of filming or just photography. And I love doing that. And you know, when you're good at something, why not just go do it? That's Absolutely. awesome. Samantha, so the Jeep, you yeah. just had your last meal. The Jeep drives away. You've literally met your partner for the first time. That is so freaking cool. I honestly thought they orchestrated that for TV, but that is so cool. And then here comes my very first silly tactical question. You get that map out of your bag. I swear to God, Samantha, that looks like that's a map from someone's coloring book. Was that map, is that honestly helpful? And is that literally the only wayfinding device that they give you? Is Or like, do you flip that map over and there's much more of a terrain layout? But I swear, it looks like you pull it out of like the Sunday comics or something. Tell me about that ma- the map moment. The George Schultz map. <laughs> me and my partner, we pull the map out and... You know, we look at what's in our terrain, and I'm like, first I'm like, man, this looks like this looks like the the map from like what is it, Captain Hook? Yes, yeah. that's that a great like, way to say it—a Captain Hook map. And I, I was like, this is real, but I mean, it was it was a legit map. It was just a cartoon, not cartoon, but it was mapped out to be able to help us, you know, in a way. And the key point, I mean, is they give you minimal resource. So they give us, they let us know in the map, you know, dangers and whatnot, but we're on our own after that. We look at it and we assess where we can go possibly that would be good for us to live and survive. So, I mean, it's not, it wasn't, you know, one of those, oh, uh, this is just a pretend map. But, you know, I mean. So it was there helpful. Is, but you're saying it wasn't to scale. It was helpful. <laughs> but, but it wasn't, yeah, it definitely wasn't to scale. Because, you know what, when I was trekking for, like, the second or third day, I went trekking just looking to see what was around. And I saw, like, one of the biggest poop ever. And I'm just like, oh. <sighs> God, I said, that is a bear. <laughs> so it wasn't from so. your partner? <laughs> no. You don't know what his last meal was. <laughs> no, it was. Maybe he had a bunch no, of blueberries and it was, it was <laughs> sassafras. It was alpha fauna. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, if you if you'll indulge me, just a few other silly tactical questions. You know, I'm I'm dying to know about the first night. Do do they really uh, leave you alone? Like, are, yeah, like, no, Samantha. No, that's listen. You are a, like they're there for us, like for the first two hours, and then you know how it gets dark, and they're like, see ya, and you're just like. We're going to oh. the Holiday Inn. <laughs> yeah, it's, 
it was a, it was like a, when they left us, that's when I knew, that's when I knew it was real. I was just like, oh man, this, this is really, this is really not a joke. This is for real. Like they go. they're just here to, they're just here to look at us and film us, but they're not here to help or anything. So that first night it was uh, really scary <laughs> and intense for me. Um, I'm pretty sure the reality would have the reality would have sunk in for me when I pulled my skivvies off. I'm just gonna throw that out <laughs> that, there. But that's when you I see what you're saying. Initially the sun goes scared. down, and now you're finally like, "Oh, this is real." But okay, she's yeah, tough. Like she's way whole, tougher than you are. Well, clearly, <laughs> like we get past, we got past the meet and greet naked, and then your the next step is the oh crap! Like we need to figure out how to survive right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I went into like. I was, like, in full panic mode, like, internally, because, like, I'm just like, all right, we need to hurry up. And it's it was horrible, because we didn't get a good initial entry that day, because it rained, and it was not on our side. Definitely not on our side. So. Oh, goodness. Well, <clears throat> I, I, a lot of these other um, thoughts come into my mind where, you know, you watch some of these episodes, and you see what appears to be close encounters with the wildlife in the in the region that you are and we know we talked about that magnificent pile of poo but did you get to engage with a lot of wildlife and were there moments where you're yes. like i am not the yes. top of the food chain it i you know it was i had maybe two or three moments with some wildlife and my first encounter, it was, um, was it? Oh, I was just trekking and I saw some wild boar. And here I am. I'm like, oh man, I'm just going to go spear this thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I trek, I went and trekked it down. I was trying to track it. And that thing ended up having a couple babies. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to mess with you. And that was one of the, it was a really intense moment because the mom like kind of looked at me and she's just like, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, you're going to come after me. And I'm just like, no, thank you. <laughs> Turn around. <laughs> it was intense. And then there was another time we, I was out in the field during sunset and there was a deer out there and it reminded me of Pennsylvania. <gasps> And homesickness. That's, those were kind of some intense moments. And honestly, like, I love hunting. I love fishing. But I also enjoy the moments I get when I can be facing up with an animal, like, just staring at me and not moving. It's so meaningful to me. I don't, it's hard to describe why, but I feel like, I know this sounds weird, but sometimes I'm like, man, is that my spirit animal or something? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't sound weird. I, it it's just like this weird connection. Like even when I go hunting with my husband, when I shot when I shot a last year, I shot a doe, and she was walking. She had her baby behind her. The mom looked at me. The baby looked at me, and I'm like, they see me. <laughs> I'm like, well, in my head, I always am like, thank you, thank you so much for what you're going to give me, and I shot. I shot her, you know, and it's not that I'm doing it just for fun. I do it because it's helping me and my kids, and it's just so much more meaningful, I guess, 
Yeah. I don't know if I sound crazy, but no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's an inexplicable thing. The young and the youngins at that time too, and people have to know the youngins at that time are oh they're they're old enough to survive. They're kind of just like hanging out at that point, and probably will be bred, you know, just a hair later two in the months, season. Two yeah. months later, though. Yeah, they'll be the second rut yeah. or whatever. So I mean, it, they're they're. They're not baby babies, but they they don't look that far off, you know. But you know, yeah. yeah. So I I understand what she's saying, absolutely. Uh, I'm right there. I'm with Samantha. <laughs> oh, you've you, you know, a handful of times. You, yeah, you've you've had to tell me exactly what you just said. I said I've heard that. I said, before. Phil, how much deer meat is in your freezer? And he's like, Yeah, but they were just so cute. And I thought he was gonna tear and up and, we'll, and we'll grow up. Grow up. <laughs> <laughs> there it was. That's a good one. Come on, Phil. Get you some. You know, Samantha, I think of you. Take sitting... a lesson from Samantha. I'll kill that freaking deer <laughs> veal now. <laughs> That's for sure. You know, but yes. I, I, Samantha, <clears throat> it's 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 a life, and that's what where I have utter respect for you and where you're coming from and understanding it. It's. Thank you. Thank you, God, it's for giving a, but those, me this beer that provides It's super quiet, face-to-face moments where, like, you're you're there, you know, with them face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And for all intents and purposes, you're invisible. Yeah. yeah, and during that whole experience, I I took survival as, you know, this is what I need to do. But I also, like, I use that experience as a how can I grow into loving the out what can i do out here that's going to make me embrace the outdoors more you know what can change me or you know help me grow into a better outdoors woman or to teach my kids you know so i always i took that as a learning experience and my husband he's taught me so much he's taught me so much in the outdoors world and this was my chance to be like this is a little something different than what he's taught me. So now I can teach him something, you know? So that was another reason I really enjoyed this experience. I came back and I was able to teach my husband and teach my kids really cool things that I've learned just being out there. Okay. I'm going to break the glass here. I, you, you brought up Aaron. How did he feel about, Naked and sleeping and survival sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, the whole, it took him a couple weeks to get over, get over the fact that this was really happening, but he was very supportive in the fact that he knew that if we needed to survive, there may have to be that, but I am a, I, that's my one thing. I was so... I'm so I'm so strict about that. I was just like, no, I don't care if I have to be cold. I don't want you touching me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I total like, respect. No, I love my husband. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I was like, I don't care. I love my husband. I don't need to cuddle you. It's cool. So, don't worry, we'll survive. So I kind of drew that line as the first thing, and I promised my husband, even though he thought I was crazy, I said. I'm going to do that. I said, I'm drawing that line right there. I said, nope, no way. And 
he thought I was, he was like, man, you're not going to, he's like, no, don't do that. And I'm like, no, I said, I'm not doing that to you. And I'm not doing that for my, for my internal respect. No, you know, cause you're my husband. And regardless if we, I'm seeing another man naked, I mean, but I'm not going to go that route. How, how quickly did that wear off? Like that odd, like oddness of it. <laughs> Because it, that's it, something that's put that, on by society yeah, now. I mean, you know, like it, some of us work in the medical field and, and, and this and that, and it doesn't even like register, us. Doesn't even register as yeah. anything kind of. But like, I know. have boobs. You have boobs. She has boobs. I have something that hangs out down there. You don't. Thanks whatever. for explaining that. There's nothing that looks good. That's nothing a pretty to good description, on. Phil. Phil I'm, sure. I mean, it's... I'm taking notes here, buddy. I need to slow down and repeat some of that. <laughs> but I mean, that's really. Yeah, yeah. Let's go on. Who is it that doesn't have boobs again? <laughs> I do. I know that. I mean, yeah. no. It, we'll, it we'll... literally. It literally took me about three days. Wow, to get over the I fact thought. that, yeah, it took me. To I thought it'd be like after the in front of no, in front in front of another man naked. At first, I was like, "All right, I'm cool, just move on." But then, you know, there's times where you get to think where <laughs> there's a little downtime, and you're just like, I started feeling guilty, and I'm like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought it'd be I'm like after the first splinter. <laughs> I thought it would be like after the first splinter, you just, uh, whatever, you know, you're so focused on the the foot pain. But then after that, it's just like, it was just like, whatever. And there was some pretty funny times where I feel like, this is so awkward. Like, don't bend over. <laughs> I've seen enough of that laundry sack all for the last week. <laughs> Corn purse. <laughs> yeah, there, there was some awkward moments where I'm just like, don't. I'm like, don't sit like that. Like I would sit all cross-legged and like <laughs> lady-like, and I'm just like, ah, oh, stop. <laughs> Whip an old stump at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Samantha, I, 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 I gosh, I hate to change the subject here, uh, but I think I will. Uh, you know, I am impressed always at the times when um, they they t- they turn on the diary cam or the perspective of the participant. Yes. How much? How much were you encouraged to really take your direction and and really your point of view on some of those shots? Did you have a shot list every day that you needed to complete, or was it really anything no, that you could it choose? Was, it was anything. I wanted to choose to talk about, um, and it's not, it's a good point that you brought the camera. Um, I honestly, I use that as my diary. I, this sounds crazy, but I also pretended like I was talking to my kids. If I started getting down, I would put that camera on and pretend like I'm telling my kids how much I miss them and telling Aaron how much I love him. It was, it was, it was my journal, and I really, you know, I really hope they really show a lot of my, like, emotion because I can be quite stern and not emotional. <laughs> so. I, l- I, it, learned, it I learned a new word this week. Introvert. What? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what? Ex- you know what's crazy? It, extrovert. Extrovert. And introvert. Yes. Yeah. 
And the difference between the two? Yeah. Apparently, I'm one. It's crazy. And everybody I, else uh, is the other one. I define myself. I define myself as an introvert, and I like to think I am an introvert. And when I tell people that, they're like, "Well, how could you do that show?" And I'm like, "Well, it was in nature, and I was alone, and no one bothered me." And you know, I mean, just because I'm going to be blasted on national TV now <laughs> doesn't mean I'm not an introvert still. <laughs> In the moment, you 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 don't think about the television and what's going to come nine months later. Do no, uh, no. What I was getting at with the whole naked before was that's a whole new level. I mean, going out there in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt with no implements or whatever or whatever your two things you can bring or ten things depending upon whatever reality show, but then to make you do it without clothes. I mean, that brings, it's, it's a level of psychological mess around with, uh, there for lack of a better term. And, and then it pushes the limits because you've grown up in a society where if you're not clothed, then you're wrong, but wrap it all together. Taking your clothes off really adds a whole new pitfall to the whole survival issue let alone if you were out there like Les Stroud or like the people on Alone or whatever with multiple tools with clothes oh yeah it's I and like I tell people that ask me today when I talk to them I'm like I I looked back I went back I'm like what did my ancestors do I always say that I'm like what did they do they were not clothes how how did they sur- like how did they survive? They survived. And the funny thing is is we're talking about the society and the clothing. My background where I come from is my family's from Malaysia. And this is a fully clothed country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I kind of threw myself out there doing this. And I told my dad. My dad was like, what? And I'm like, I'm going to go do this. He's like, wait, with no clothes? And I said, yep, no clothes. And he's like, with another man? I said, yep. And he's like, he was mad at me for a little bit. He got over it. I think he became supportive. He'd probably be mad at you doing it with Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, at first, he's like, he's like, oh, okay, with Aaron? And then I'm like, no, kind of not, Dad. <laughs> uh <Uh-oh. laughs> Here's here's what here's what impresses me, Samantha, is the fact that you don't always you can go into any kind of situation um, thinking that you're prepared the best that you can be, knowing that you're not. But you always find some kind of survival tool that's inherited in you that you didn't know that you had when the time comes. And what I'm saying by that is you actually used the camera, believe it or not, as a survival tool. And by talking to your kids and talking to Aaron through the camera, it's a survival instinct that you use to comfort yourself. And the camera now became a tool of your survival. And that's highly impressive. It was a, it's, yeah. it was an instinct of you to comfort yourself and to be that creative, to use that process is highly impressive to me. Speaking of... It wh- did. And Go ahead, Samantha. Um... Well, another thing, um, you know, and we'd always have wrap-ups 
see how the day went, you know, and I took that, I took this whole experience with being open because I, like I said, I'm an introvert. I took this experience and I said, you know what, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to be honest with myself and I'm just going to tell it all out because I'm not ashamed of anything anymore. And this, it was, it was mentally a very good experience for me between being in war, between leaving the kids during deployments, between, you know, all that past. It's just, it was simply amazing how mentally clear I came back. Good. That's good. And and I, that's the thing I was going to say, like, I don't want to like air dirty laundry, but like honesty with yourself, is that a process that you're working through? You know, is it still am every day? I love the fact that you challenged yourself. That's something that these guys around this table do for me. They challenge me. I was going to say, half the time, they're holding me back. (laughs) (laughs) You honestly think that. You challenge me, Phil. All right. You challenge me. No, I know what you're getting at. I was making a joke. I know. You you guys challenged me. I got you. I, I, I think that's what bonds us all together though and this is why we're so ended to this interview with you samantha because i honestly think that this show would be good for you phil because you are you are you are a psychological genius slash mess slash (laughs) all of it you're you wear your heart outside your sleeve you give it to most people freely so they can step on back yes clothes are holding you back Huh. And and I, I agree with Samantha real quick. I, I I wanted to say that the clothes wouldn't be an issue for me. I don't care about being naked. I like working in a hospital or me being it, it don't phase me. But not having shoes on my feet, the barefoot with the injuries to the feet type of thing. Yeah. That would get me. That would she be had a, a year to prepare. Yeah, that still I that psychologically would bother me. Would not having the shoes on my feet would be the issue. Go ahead, Leanna. I, I have just so many more process questions, and I feel like oh. like the shallow jerk here. I'm not really into the whole deep thoughts here. I'm 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 just dying to know how resourceful did you have to get? What what surprised you the most about your surroundings, and what tools and other um, things you were able to create? Um, you've got a lot of time on your hands, a lot of things to do during the day, building shelters. What are some of the surprising things you were able to get resourceful with? One resourceful thing I will say, and I'm going to be straight honest, is when I went into this, I said, man, I'm not really expert at making fires, but you know what? I am so confident in making a fire on my own now because that's what I did. Like my partner was the one going in there and thought he could do it. And I was the one that did it. And I tell you what, that is the best resourceful feel, resourceful thing I had did that whole time. This makes me sick. It's, I mean, it's one more thing Aaron ha- doesn't have to do. <laughs> 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 this, this whole process I, is just jamming me up. Perfect. <laughs> oh, how handy did that little bag become, too? I, I, you know, I watched like towards the end of the 21 days. Some people turn their bags into like bikinis and hats and that burlap bag. Is... I, uh, well, one thing I did know, I was not, one thing I was not going to do, I was not going to waste time to make clothes. I wasn't, I was past that phase. I said, we're already naked. You've already seen me. Why am I going to clothe myself now? <laughs> like, 
It's okay. So I use the bag to actually just cover my butt during the, when they would follow me around during the day. I'm like, man, they are like right behind me. Let me put this on my booty. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Like I didn't have a good self image about myself. So I was like covering my butt and I'm like, man, I don't want them staring at my butt on TV. And then um, I kind of used a lot of the, I used the bag for hair tie. I'd always take a piece, tie my hair up. And honestly, I used it as a, to keep me warm at night. Um, I used to put hot rocks in it and place it on my belly and keep my, keep my body warm. Smart. So, I mean, I used it for a couple different things and gathering. It was putting all the berries and doing all that stuff. That was that was like my lifeline with my bag. That's awesome. You know, <laughs> I wanted you... to take I wanted to take it home. <laughs> it was sad. They wouldn't let you. No, I was sad. I like oh, I was man. like you kind of like grow so close to something. I was like, oh, this is like memories. <laughs> <laughs> I would think you would have earned that bag to take home. Did you name it? They were so beat up. It was is not even. I used it to like to the death, probably <laughs> until the day I left. <laughs> it needed a bath. <laughs> you know, you had mentioned the crew, and and that's one of the things uh, you know that that Steve Ranella and and a few other folks from outdoor shows mention is that their crews are almost nearly have to be up to the performance level that you all are. Those are also long days for the crew. How was the interaction with the crew and um, anything, any surprises there? Very minimal. <laughs> um, they were very minimal. They stayed their distance. They didn't, all they did was film us. They didn't really communicate. You know, they just, they were there to do their job, basically. No help. No, nothing. They, I will say they were very respectful. They did not eat in front of us and did not drink in front of us. That was one of the, um, yeah, very respectful. Um, I saw from the corner of my eye, I saw, I saw a water source (laughs) and I was like, I saw them (laughs) wanting to drink it. And I'm like, I see you over there, but I'm like, like, whatever, because I got plenty water source over here. So it actually Makes me think a little bit higher higher of Hollywood <laughs> for actually hearing that. Yeah, you know, they were great. They were great. They were nice. Um, if there were moments, um, honestly, if there were really dip, like downer moments, they, they would talk, you know, they would help you, not walk you through, but, you know, they were very supportive. They wanted you to finish. They wanted you to be successful. They weren't just filming you to make to see you lay there and not be successful, you know. They were there to encourage you, but also do their job at the same time. So, there it was awesome. I mean, All right. quite honestly, I grew close with my producer, and um, I still chat with them. And um, you know, it's it's awesome. Now, do you feel like they were encouraging you so to go to the 21 days so they could get 21 days of content to make a better show? Or do you think that they were generally genuinely encouraging you because they wanted you to re attain that goal as a person? I, um, I kind of, I think I read people kind of well. So 
these this group they wanted us to finish they they wanted to see success not just for 21 days to make you know to make some content they wanted to see it they wanted to they were encouraging they were like so what are you gonna do today and i'm just like well (laughs) you know i don't know yet well everybody roots for the underdog and i can't say that walking into somewhere naked with nothing you weren't the underdog so um I can't imagine that they wouldn't want the best for you. But in today's age, what we've, what the current flavor of the media, that's refreshing to hear. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why I asked the question. That's what I wanted to yeah. know personally. <laughs> and that makes me even more of a fan now of Naked and Afraid. Sure. I, you know, I got to ask this. What was the very first thing you ate after your, your, your time was Great finished? question. That's a great question. What's the very first thing? I had a, I think it was, uh, I don't know what kind of steak, but I had a giant steak with, what did I have, potatoes and some vegetables. The, the old 96er. <laughs> I, I, got down, I got down on some steak that night. Man. <laughs> there ain't nothing on that plate, I had a but belly, I, had a belly, I had a belly ache. Yeah. Oh, I bet. I, well, ate, I ate too much. So I had a bellyache and definitely <laughs> it's funny. had to watch what I ate for the first couple days when I got back. I to retrain. Say, yeah, you what, have to. What was your re-entry like? What were, I mean, you even putting clothes back on must have felt odd. It was awkward. I was back in society and I'm like, as an introvert, I'm like, oh man, I'm back in the world. I was like, I'm not ready. It was kind of like how I felt when I come home from deployment. I'm like, you know, you're anxious, anticipating it, and then you're just like, oh, man, I miss it. Like, (laughs) it was one of those moments. I'm like, oh, I miss the solitude. It was was hard. I wasn't too hard to adjust back because I was very excited to see my family. You know, don't get me wrong. That was the greatest part about this at the end and but it was it was really hard to just get back in the groove of normal life like get up shower you know do your normal eat food (laughs) anybody who's ever spent enough time by themselves and alone in the wilderness was whether it's a few days or a few months or you know if you go through any kind of hardships where you have wins and losses it will it'll always be with you like it's there's a little part of that that never goes away, um, that you'll miss, and um, I'm real happy. Oh, definitely. I'm, I'm real happy for you that this uh, that this was a good thing for you. Well, guys, and I'm telling you right now, I'm I have to actually back away from the table a little bit because I know Leanne is about to beat me up. We do have to try to to come to an end here no. at some point and i would be could remiss. part one be just coming to an end and we can have part two absolutely seven with samantha absolutely i, I would agree with seven. that <laughs> I because but honestly guys i would be remiss and i think we all would if i didn't just take a moment right now though to say thank you for your service uh-huh. yeah um, that's what i wanted you to mention the into. deployment yes. and i i was actually wanting to to talk to that at, at yes. least to some degree uh about your service but unfortunately, oh, thank you. No worries. Yeah, we're we're running out of time, but what, we're definitely but, gonna get but you. What guys. Real quick, yeah, the, exactly. yeah, what branch did you well. serve? I was in the army. I was active army for six years. Where? What was your 
Is it AIS? I was. Is that the, the a, uh, I, I was a communication specialist, and um, I, what I did was maintain security, secure communication throughout military bases and while we were deployed. And then I got bored with that, and then I went and started doing guard and um, tower duty and doing more security things. Oh, wow. So I kind of got my hands into a couple things that I really enjoyed. So I was in Iraq twice and then Afghanistan for half a tour. So that's three foreign tours of duty that yep. you, that and, I'm and pulling it's, security work. Yeah, on top. So Protecting Aaron doesn't your, even have to get up if there's a bump, no. you know, outside at nighttime <laughs> around the house. Like uh, she's like, I got this. Listen, <laughs> sickens me. Uh, he tells me I'm like the military police. He can't hide nothing. I'm like FBI. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, Samantha, this has been an incredible pleasure. Do you know your air date? Are you allowed to, to tell us when the yes. show? Yes. Uh, my air date is August 13th, Sunday night at 10 p.m. I'm not. I'm canceling work the next day. Yeah, me too. I'm not I'm doing it. <laughs> and, and viewing party, yes, I'm going to tell I'm, you right now, viewing party right here at the R2 studios. I ne- We're going live. Don't We're feel obligated to show up, but if you show up, oh my goodness. We're going to go live. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh my goodness. I'll make you I all am. the steak and taters and veggies you want. What, what do you mean? You will have another bellyache. And Samantha, what she means by steak and taters is a three course meal with some like, like, like a moose minimum Salisbury steak, a bear roast with a venison loin. Last time I was here, we had some yeah. kind of cucumber ice uh, latte dessert, something. And you loved it, by I the threw, way. Threw, Saw right, you come back for seconds. I did. I threw the first one right over the fence. <laughs> Peanut butter reduction. <laughs> oh, oh no. Yeah. Thank you. This was amazing. Congratulations on, you know, back to why you said you did it all. Yeah. Congratulations for proving to your kids, proving to your husband, and most of all, proving to yourself. We're thrilled. We cannot wait to see you on Naked and Afraid. Thank you so much. Don't be a stranger to R2. Thank you. Exactly. Um, Thank you for your support. Samantha. Until, Until September, where, or August, I'm sorry, when you release that. Where can everybody follow mm-hmm. you and keep up with what you've got going on on your day-to-day? Uh, let's see. Right now, everybody can follow me on Instagram. Um, it's Instagram.com backslash Samantha underscore old. And then everybody can find me on Facebook, and that's just Samantha. Well, it's Samantha Bach old, but if you just put Samantha old, you'll find me. O-H-L. And, um, yeah. Yep, O-H-L. And also, our website is www.keystone-outdoors.com. Samantha, thank you for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a pun here. He's thank you for bearing all here. Oh, um, that's great. Bearing all. Uh, you've, you've given us much more than what you did for Naked and Afraid. Even though you were naked on that show, you. Gave us, you provided us an Just, unclothed look at your psyche and yeah. what went into that, and you gave us so much more than what that show will show us about you. Thank you so much for being as honest and open 
I look forward to many more encounters with both you and Aaron, mainly with you, because we know that you're the talent behind the show. No, we're joking. We we joke a lot. We love Aaron. Aaron, We do love Aaron. Aaron was awesome and and continues to be that. Um, I appreciate you guys. The the whole family are are forever in our our hearts and, and, uh, and, and, you know, huge friends of, uh, you know, consider us, you know, eight best friends. Let's get our kayaks together. Yeah, we need to. That's I something... just got that new canoe frontier. So. Yeah. And and that was something that I didn't even get yeah. onto. Thanks for sharing that video of your friend with that kick-ass Scooby-Doo mystery machine canoe there. I had to show it to Catfish. I thought that was some of the coolest stuff around. And I'm just now getting my beak wet in this canoe, uh, this kayak world. Yeah. yeah. And that's how I know she's coming oh, back because so we didn't even get now. to talk about kayak. We yes. have to talk about yes. kayaking. I'm yeah. telling you, episode 12 through 7. All right. Samantha Ohl. So, Samantha, stay on the line. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to wrap up the show. Guys, how can they find us? Okay. They can find us on www.ruttenriverpursuits.com on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Search for at R2Pursuits. Yeah, Rutten River Pursuits or at R2Pursuits. Guys, it's been awesome. It's been great. I Put your clothes back on, Ryan. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought we were all doing that. <laughs> I feel weird and out of place. All right. Peace. Hands off. That's my survival tool. Thanks for listening to the Rut and River Pursuits podcast. Follow the R2 Pro staff by searching Rut and River Pursuits on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until the next episode, we need to see you in the outdoors. <laughs>